0: Terminal and Dave Conversation Crack And the music you love Today FM It all happens here Today
1: FM Donio Sullivan is the carryman who of CNN in the US He tweeted this week that he had his rental car stolen And when he told the police that the make of the car was a Kia The cop replied, oh yeah, you got hit by the Kia boys well, after seeing this, we have to find out who the Kia boys are and what it's all about. So with everything we need to know, we are joined by a friend of the show, Dave Humphreys from CompleteCar.ie. Hello, Dave. Good morning. So what is this story with, because people have been kind of seeing that this is some kind of a TikTok trend, some kind of a social media thing, that Kias and Hyundais are in some way vulnerable to stealing more so than other cars. Is any of that true? Uh, To a certain extent, yes.
0: So what this is, is this has become this TikTok challenge and it's happening in the, it is happening in the US, it's not happening here. Okay. But specifically, you've got gangs of, of youths that are specifically targeting these two brands of cars and certain models of these two brands of cars because basically they're very easy to steal. Now, these aren't brand new models, but they're relatively new models. And in the US, certain models aren't equipped with a immobilizer, Like, that's pretty standard over here, but in right. the US it's not. So that makes them much easier to steal. And effectively, it's it's gone viral online over there. And you now have an increase in targeting these particular models. And police are now calling for Hyundai and Kia to issue physical locks for the cars. So the old steering wheel lock that oh, used to have years ago. the old one, yeah. Yeah, they're basically telling people, if you've got one, you know, some of these models... Um, use that instead. Basically, if you use a key, if you don't have keyless start. So if you if you've got to put your key in your car to start it, it is potentially and at risk from this.
1: Is it true that they're using a USB um, char- phone charger to start the car? So
0: technically yes but they're not they're not starting the car via the USB port. Basically what they're doing is they're breaking off the steering column and you know they're using basically the end of a USB to basically get in at and and Twisted like I'm sure the same way people would have done with a screwdriver and stuff like that in the past here in the, in oh, the in right, so ignition barrel it, you see it in movies yeah, they're not yeah. specifically starting it via the USB no, I, I gather but that the, but I
1: thought maybe there yeah. was some kind of charge, little 5 volt charge going in or something, It's literally it literally just fits over the bit they need to so twist basically
0: they, yeah, basically, they're just using that. It's a very easy tool to have, um, and that's how they're doing it. So, you know, these cars are basically just being physically stolen. Um, but, you know, this is something that does affect uh, other cars in Ireland here because um, there's been, uh, you know, car theft at the moment in Ireland is at a seven-year high, um, in particular uh, Japanese imports. Okay. So, Japanese a lot of Japanese imports don't have and a fitted, as I've just discussed mm. uh, with, with these cars in the US, and that makes them much, much easier to steal. So that is something that people need to be very wary about when they're buying these types of cars.
1: Right. Okay, that's interesting to think about, um, that there's no immobilizers as standard fitted, which there are here with Irish cars. So in general, Dave, what are the the top tips you'd have for people to secure their cars? I mean, other than, you know, hitting the lock button and walking away, is there anything else you should be doing? Um, there's quite a few things, Uh, you know, we increasingly see
0: thefts from the home and, you know, just be wary, for example, be aware if you notice, for example, that, you know, you've gotten a new car or you've noticed that, you know, I've, I've had it in the past where I've noticed cars sort of following me, um, just be wary of what's going on around it. Be wary of where you're leaving your keys. Um, so increasingly, we have a lot of cars that have what's called keyless entry or keyless start. So you don't need to you know, use the actual hmm. key to go into the barrel and start a car. But what happens is, Certain cars they target because they increase, basically boost the signal to that key. So even if the car, even if the key is not next to the car, they increase the signal. They have these these uh, tools that will do this, and it would allow them to start the car without having the key right next to it. So think about where you're leaving the key. There are, for example. Um, various different boxes that you can get that are lined that will help block the signal. So you get home, put your key into that box and it will reduce the risk of that happening as well. And can they drive also cars, would,
1: Sorry, Dave, can they drive? Because my, my, I'm sure if I drove away, if I managed to start the car but drop the keys on the ground, would the car not within kind of 50 yards go, hey, you, the keys are no longer in the car. What are you doing? Most
0: cars won't stop, but it, yes, it will start to detect uh, gotcha. that the key is not present. But in most cases they want to take the car away they're going to drive it straight to another place where it's in most cases is either going to be dismantled and broken up into parts so they're not worried about that they just want to get their hands on the car um so yes if you have a keyless car you get if you you know if the car was started and you drove off and i had the key in my pocket you can keep driving, still it. driving as soon yeah. as you as soon as you stop that will not restart again Got because you. it will go. Key is not detected. Okay, so that's what they're doing, and this typically happens during the night as well. We see this happening. So people wake up in the morning, and increasingly with electric cars, you don't hear it happening.
1: Of course, yeah, so that's very
0: true. Hear an engine starting. Uh, so there are things like that. Just be mindful. I would also say to people though, is do you know if you're sleeping upstairs, leave your keys downstairs. Do not have your keys next door to your bed. Uh, you know your car is insured and hopefully nobody ever has to deal with it. But if it's stolen, it's better off to wake up in the morning and realise it's gone rather than anything
1: worse than that. Well, exactly. Have somebody come upstairs looking for the keys. is not what you want. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, in a completely different note, Rod has texted and he says, Dave, could you ask Dave Humphreys for some advice, please? I'll be changing my car next year uh, to either a Hyundai Tucson or a Kia Sportage. My journey to work is nine kilometres and the car sits there for eight hours. I then do the same journey home. Would you recommend a petrol hybrid or a plug-in hybrid?
0: For something like that, a plug-in hybrid, if you're only doing such a short distance, a plug-in hybrid will allow you to effectively use electric power the entire time. Um, I would say why not consider a fully electric car, but bear in mind, you need to have somewhere to charge that car. So maybe this person can't actually charge it there. Hmm. But if you can charge at a home and or at work you're going to basically, with a nine-kilometer journey, you're going to do the whole thing in um, purely electric. But I, I accept that they are a more expensive model to buy. A petrol hybrid will probably do a reasonably good job of having relatively low fuel consumption during that short term Yeah, journey. just a,
1: a quick kind of anecdotal thing. So I had a plug-in petrol hybrid that I got at the... End of February 2020, so just before lockdown started, I came into work every day during lockdown. So I drove the car from the end of February until the end of July and I handed the car back to BMW who gave it to me and when I gave it back to them, I hadn't been to the petrol station and then I kind of was asking about that and they told me that they actually have to fit special uh, petrol tanks in plug-in hybrids because the petrol has to be kept fresh (laughs) otherwise it would just go off because you use so little. So all the manufacturers have to do that.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, they're actually are like pressurized fuel tanks in them, uh, basically to stop the fuel from evaporating because it doesn't get used. Wow. um But yeah, so I, yeah, absolutely, plug-in hybrids do work in a very specific set of circumstances yeah. like that. If you had an electric car, you would have had the exact same thing as well. You probably would have only have had to charge it, a, you know, once a week maybe because yeah. you're because yeah, so you're so doing so a different. shorter commute. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Dave Humphries from Complete, complete Car. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks very much for joining us and clearing all that up. And much appreciated. Thanks, Dave. See you later. Dermot and Dave. <laughs>
0: Weekdays from 9am.
1: Today.